Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Fun. Hey, everybody. Hey, Internet. We're back. Your favorite podcast episode, Dose. Number Dose. Number Dose. The Teal Boys are back and... Uh, we're ready to record. We got a really fun episode lined up. I'm Chris, and of course, on the other line, all the way down in the Sierra Nevada desert, it's Carson. Hey, Teal Pod Boys fans, that came out wrong, and I'm I'm tired. I've been working a lot of hours this week, so all right, you I'm know who you know who worked a lot of hours? Who? Harriet Tubman. And you think she complained or? Probably at some point. <laughs> yeah, and she earned it. She had a pretty tough <laughs> life, actually, if I'm remembering it. She, I, I don't think so. Easy peasy, all right? What was going on in her time? Am oh, I, right? I don't. That's a different podcast. That's right. <laughs> this this episode, we're not going to be talking about Harriet Tubman, even though we should. Still waiting for the Harriet Tubman $20 bill. was announced a long time ago. Not made yet. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just angry about it. You're not mad, you're just angry just about freaking it. P.O.'d a little bit. <laughs> but this week, we're going to be diving in to Will Smith's 2005 album, Lost and Found. Classic. Just a classic. We talked about it a little bit last time, so we're looking for something to talk about this week. We're like, why not talk about this amazing album and uh, shed, shed some light on it. Yeah, I don't think too many people listen to it, so I think we should uh, open it up for a little bit. We're going to change that. Will Smith doesn't have enough money. We all need to, like, get out and (laughs) buy this. He makes zero dollars throughout his years. He did Aladdin pro bono, actually, which was (laughs) the wild part. Crazy. I didn't even know he was in Aladdin. Yeah, he played the lamp. I Um, knew it. But we won't get into that. That's coming up a little bit later. Um... So first, we got a little new segment that I told Carson we were doing without explaining it. It's Carson's flaming hot take of the week. Uh, got any flaming hot opinions, Carson? Uh, I do. I do actually have one. So, you, so I would like everyone who's listening right now to just be aware that this segment was told to me like a minute ago. Boom. And so uh, I'm just trying. I was trying to think of like, oh, if there's anything going on this week. Uh, really, and the only thing I can think of is uh, Six Nine's uh, court testimony has been uh, all over my Facebook feed. <laughs> Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine, and it's been bothering me because I don't really know who he is. I just know he has skittle hair mm-hmm. and a bunch of face tattoos, and yeah. apparently he's a snitch, and that's all I know about him. He's a snitch. Um, <laughs> I've heard a little bit from people. He's done some pretty bad things. Um, yeah. That either he actually did or everyone says that he did. That makes me think that he actually did it. Um, do your own research. Carson, can you sing a little bit of Takashi 6 9 for us? No, I don't think I could. I don't think I... I can hear you. Know, I can probably... Uh, I can think of something. Uh, oh, yeah? Here we go. <clears throat> Imagine all the people... No, oh my gosh. <laughs> you silly goose. That's Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No one tells me anything anymore, I swear. Uh, I think Takashi 6 9 has that one song where he's like, Shticky got the blicky. And then... Um, <laughs> is he the, Wait, is he the Gucci Gang guy? Yeah, he is Gucci uh, Gang. No, I don't uh, think he is. Wait. <laughs> I think it's that's not like pump. we have computers right in front of us. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, I think that was 
Um, and there was a little pump. There was the small pump. Takashi six nine. Um, the ladies call me little pump. <laughs> I'm looking at his song. <laughs> Jesus, Carson, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I haven't heard any of these. I'm looking at Takashi six nine's song list. Um, he's a song called Bebe. Um, a song classic. called Bebecita. Bebecita, okay. So like small bebe. Um, he's a song called Fefe. Um, he's a song called Keke. He's a song called 93. Should I keep going? I don't think he needs to. Okay. Um, I think my flaming hot take about him, though, is just like, why is he getting so much attention if he's just kind of... He's in jail, uh, I think. Yeah, he's still in jail. Like, what is going on? I don't know why people are paying attention to him. So if you're out there and you're listening to the Two Boys Podcast, Episode 2, now on Breaker and Google Podcast, by the way. Oh, my God. That's... You have so many outlets to listen to this. It's fantastic. But if you're listening on to any of our wonderful outlets, stop paying attention to Kashi 69 and start paying attention to people who are doing really good things, like Antonio Brown. No, okay. No. no. Um, speaking, we can, let's, speaking of that, uh, let's, let's hop on over to a little bit of fantasy football update. Um, Antonio Brown's on my fantasy team, and it's kind of been a roller coaster. I'm sure a ton of people have him, but... Was on the Raiders, um, pretty much complained his way off that team, joined the Patriots, had one pretty good game, and then was being rude and threatening to women, and he got fired. Um, so not a great time to have him on your team. Not the best, no. Uh, I got lucky. I did not have Antonio Brown on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, whoever listened to our last podcast, know that I predicted myself an zero and sixteen season in my yes. fantasy league. I'm happy to report I was wrong. I have won my first fantasy game. Oh my god! Last night, jeez, uh, what, was, what was the score? One hundred nine to eighty one. Jeez, a little blowout victory. Those Bears, the Bears defense got me a lot of points that game. I remember. Um, oh, freaking Erlacher on the block! Hoorah! Nope. Again, Saquon does not play anymore. What are you talking? Mike Dicka's coaching skills are second to none, and I think on the defensive end of the ball, he really he's playing a chess game, sure. and every other coach is playing checkers. Of course. Well, uh, I'd also want to do a huge shout out real quick to uh, Troy Meyer, the person that I played against this week, who is currently two and zero, and I'm happy to hand him his first loss. So that's great, it's man. Been a- been a good fantasy week what about you how did you do you know i don't like to brag and be a d-bag about it but i also won awesome but we don't need to dwell on it um freaking i didn't realize drew Brees got hurt he's my backup quarterback and he broke his hand or something i don't know old people shouldn't play sports you just high-fived a guy and broke his hand oh my god (laughs) that's hilarious oh jeez. well that's fantasy Fantasy good. football, short. I mean, yeah, good and short. We'll keep them, uh, oh, yeah, we'll keep them updated as the week goes by. Uh, I have. Um, let's see how many more wins I'm gonna get. I guess I have 13 more wins to secure for my predicted 15 and one record. So I'm already, I, I don't even care what happens to me at this point. Honestly, I'm just I'm looking to just keep it rolling. <laughs> aim for like the 30 percent win. I think that'd be oh, yeah. that's reasonable. I just um, want to beat my friend Ben. That's all I want. <laughs> We all want to beat Ben. <laughs> all right. Hey, speaking of fantasy, fantasy football, how about a fantasy movie? Ooh. A little bit? 
We are going fancy movie. Is it? Because I haven't seen this one in a very long time. We <laughs> are bringing back Cast It, where we talk about an old movie or an animated movie, and then we we recast it as if it was made today. So uh, this Cast It suggestion comes in from Kimberly. Ooh, shout out to my wife, Kimberly. Shout out to Carson's freaking wife, dude. Um, she suggested the movie The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh, the best football team in the league. <laughs> yeah, the Hunchbacks. Ten Hut. Um, Hun Hunch. Okay, so we're going to cast this movie. I had to like go on Wikipedia real quick and kind of read what the plot of this was. <laughs> um, so, like, so I got, speaking on this, so I got super lucky and... Like a year ago, uh, my wife's old high school like was putting on a production of this, and they had, like mm-hmm. a super good theater production. So I went and saw it, and I I vaguely remember the Disney version, and I was like, oh, like this will be super <laughs> nice. Though, so like the Disney version is like so nice compared to like what the actual story is. Everyone yeah. just dies in the original. People freaking. <laughs> <laughs> The main People, villain gets yeeted off a cathedral and just I, dies. I think that happens in the Disney one too. Does it? I I have not seen. I was it reading the was Wikipedia like, page. Um. So, anyways, people die. I'm sure much more people die in like the original, but in the Disney movie, from what I can ascertain, um, some gypsies were going through Paris, and one had a little gypsy baby that was um deformed. So, the villain Claude Frodo. Frodo. Hmm. Claude, sure it's Frollo. Claude Frodo says, no gypsies in my city, and he kills the gypsy mom. I think he, and then he's like, I'm going to get rid of this baby, and he's going to like put it in a well, and like, whatever hap- what happens in the well stays in the well, so he's going to throw this baby in the well, and then someone comes out, I think it's like a priest, and he's like, hey, what the crud, dude, don't kill a baby. And he's like, my bad, I guess I'll raise this baby now. So he raises... Quasimodo the hunchback in the church and then like a long time later more gypsies come through Frodo tries to catch him again Quasimodo helps him escape or something um and then there's a dude named Phoebe in it alright well that was the hunchback of Notre Dame explained by Chris and um, you're welcome so let's cast it let's do it I'll let, I'll let, I think I went first last time so I'm gonna let you go first you know I didn't <laughs> I read the Wikipedia page, but I didn't think of this. So, um, Quasimodo, hmm, he's got to be kind of short. And he's got to have a good voice, because he's a huge song. Got to have a good voice. Red hair's a plus, but honestly, you can freaking dye that or wear a wig, right. so not necessary. So for you know my... Who I think gets it? Ooh, who? Eddie Redmay. Eddie Redmay. Eddie. Mr. Fantastic Beast. Mr. Fantastic Beast and Les Mis and just has a good voice and he's short. Ooh. And I just feel like if you, you know, give the, him a tumor on his back and I just think he does it right. Oh my God, that's a really good casting. Oh Thanks, my gosh. Man. You're way, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, I think for Quasimodo, Saquon Barkley. I'm um, going to pretend like I know who that is. I think he plays football. Just kidding. I'm going to steal your answer. Eddie Redmayne. It's right. a pretty good uh, pretty good answer, I'd say. Yeah, I can't believe I thought of it. <laughs> so That's we got... You're fantastic. We got Fantastic Beasts. We got Eddie uh-huh. Redmayne ooh, playing the role of Quasimodo. 
And next, we need a leading lady, a gypsy woman, um, Esmeralda. Mm. Not the gypsy mom, but like a different no. gypsy. Different gypsy. Let's see. I I've, think I'd probably gonna throw it Anne Hathaway's way. Ooh, Ms. She's, Hathaway. She's like queen of musicals and Broadways and stuff like that. Another Les Mis alum. I, I know. I, I really feels Les like Mis. you're just. I think Frodo should be Hugh Jackman or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I think. Okay, so you think Anne Hathaway? I'm gonna go a little younger because this is a youthful role. Alrighty. <laughs> She's gotta be able to sing. She's gotta be able to dance. Bridget Mendler. No, as, not, you can't cast Bridget Mendler as every. Yes, I can because she'd be perfect in this role. I actually think I might know a person who'd be very good at it. Zendaya okay. has that youthful look to it. I think she could do a pretty good job. Okay, but Bridget Mendler was in Lemonade Mouth. Listen, you what? can't just I'm, cast Bridget Mendler as everything. That's my. The fans can decide. Are you hashtag team Bridget Mendler? Yes. Or hashtag Zendaya. Uh, please hashtag us on our Twitter at uh, boys underscore teal on Twitter. How do we uh, secure and hashtag that? It. What do you think? Bridget Mendler or hashtag uh, Zendaya? Who do you think is playing Esmeralda? <laughs> uh, or let us let us know who you think should play Esmeralda. But well, it's got to be one of the two, and it's probably Bridget Mendler. But I don't we will, think it's going to be Bridget Mendler. We will move on. Let's um, go, yeah. We'll go... We, we'll save Frodo for last, because he's like a fun character to cast. We'll go Phoebus. So, like, the... He's, like, part of the police. He's the captain of the guard. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we need someone... Hugh Ooh. Jackman has been very... <laughs> you gotta <laughs> keep going back to the well. It's running dry. Um... You can have someone buff, kind of big, but also with a decent... But he doesn't sing, I don't think. He doesn't sing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Then um, Chris, Chris Evans. Ooh. Oh, that was close. <laughs> Do we want Thor or Captain America to play Phoebus? Well, he has blonde, long hair. Well, like we said before, wigs are a thing. I think Chris Evans would look awful in blonde hair. <laughs> His hair is like light brown. Um, <laughs> What is that? <laughs> As a blonde myself, <laughs> I can speak on this. I don't think you are a blonde. I was. I think you went blonde I once. was blonde. So did I. <laughs> yeah. Who wore it better? Tweet at us. We, we were going to post a picture on our Facebook page, Ooh, all right? That'd be a little fun. poll. <laughs> Who looks better with blonde hair? I think I do. All right. I think it's probably you too, but I want to get my face <laughs> out there. All right. There so we, we gotta, go. So Phoebus, we're thinking either Thor or Captain America classic battle classic all right so and our last one claude frodo i think i know the perfect person william defoe okay Ooh. it could be a pretty he's got that older raspiness to him at the same time you feel like he's just can play the douche part well green goblin original spider-man i know Check he's just out. got that creepy vibe to him he does i was going to say tom hanks Playing a little against type because he'd be a bad guy, yeah, but I think he has the weird. chops. I think he has the chops to do it. I think so. I think he could do it pretty easily. It's, Tom Hanks is probably one of America's greatest actors, no doubt. He, yeah, it's either between him or um, freaking Will Smith, but that's another debate. 
A lot of Will Smith this episode, so if I'm you're not a Will Smith fan, get off the podcast. No, stay on and become one. Don't okay, tell people to freaking jump the shit, man. Yeah, they will. All right, so we got that freaking... That's a solid... Well, That is a solid cast. I guess we only agreed on Quasimodo as Eddie Redmayne. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut you a deal. Alrighty. If you let me cast Bridget Mendler as Esmeralda, you can have Thor and Green Goblin in here too, as long as you give me the A-OK to put Ms. <laughs> Mendler in the role of Esmeralda. You see, I just want to see what the fans think. I just want you to see how everyone will agree with me, which I never th- happens in my life, so I really think the fans are going to agree. I feel like... If you've ever watched Lemonade Mouth or I've seen Lemonade Mouth. We've okay, then it why together. are we even talking? Why is this even a discussion if you've seen <laughs> Lemonade Mouth? I don't Oh my look, gosh. Look. Listen. You need to drop the Bridget Miller train. <laughs> I'm all I'm the freaking conductor. <laughs> well, everyone else has hopped off like the Orient Express. Alright, you need to calm down. <laughs> the Orient Express I don't even know what that is. Um alright, so that's a cast it again tweet at us boys underscore teal let us know if, why Bridget Mellinger would be the best but before we're gonna hop into that Will Smith lost and found talk real soon but first we have something very very exciting um I know we're only two episodes in but we have secured our first sponsor um Carson this was very last minute so I've been doing most of the um communication with them they did make a note that they want Carson to read um, their advertisement. They like his voice, and I agree with them. So Carson is going to... We have a very new, very exciting sponsor. Carson's going to read what they gave us, and I think the fans are going to like this. All right. Now, do you want me to just read it normally, or do you want me to like read it like intensely, or like what, what do they what do they prefer? With that? Um, like some cool... given no direction. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah, just do it like fun and youthful, like because that's like our target audience. So like, right, you get it. excited about this because I legitimately am excited, and All right. I think you will be too. Like, you won't you won't even have to fake it. All right, here we go. All right, everybody, to celebrate the launch of the Teal Boys podcast, Mountain Dew is launching an exclusive new flavor. Mountain Dew Teal Peel. Feel the teal peel with an exclusive new brew. It's the classic Mountain Dew tasted infused with the rich flavor of orange peels. But don't worry, the dew isn't orange. It is teal. We dyed it with chemicals that are pending FDA approval to ensure the perfect shade of teal without compromising that sweet dew taste. Pick up a 12-pack or a 2-liter of Mountain Dew Teal Peel available now at Shell gas stations in Connecticut and Arkansas. Mount Dew Teal Peel. Feel the Teal Peel. Wow. <laughs> what the hell was that? What do you mean, uh, what was that? They made a new flavor of Dew to celebrate our podcast. That's amazing. If you are listening in Connecticut and Arkansas and live near a shell gas station, you got to get yourself out there. you got to pick up a 12-pack or a 2-liter. Such a weird target audience, but I love it. I love it. I mean, you got to feel the Teal Peel. If you are into this new Mountain Dew idea, please hashtag Teal Peel to Mountain Dew. Just feel right the now. Teal Peel. That's fantastic. Uh, I would like to also share that I am drinking a Mountain Dew Teal Peel as we speak. Oh my gosh. And it... uh, I can tell you from experience that it tastes <coughs> fantastic. 
I'm video 100%. God, I'm video chatting with Carson. Just the perfect shade of teal. Perfect shade. But can you could you taste the peel, the orange peel? You really can't. It's just like it's almost like the normal dew taste, but like there's that slight citrus add-on that you're just like you just need a little there. bit. It's just there enough to be a little different. Mm-hmm. It's just just the right amount. Yeah, like how like just having like a small mole on your face can be really attractive. So just like a small little piece of orange peel <laughs> in your dew. <laughs> know what I mean, man? Yeah, I feel it. I feel you. You feel the teal peel. I do feel the teal peel. Um, all right. Are you ready to move on? I'm ready. What um the fans have been waiting for. Um, what the world has been waiting for after um, what is it? Fourteen years later, we are reviewing Will Smith's 2005 album, Lost and Found. This is gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Do you remember when you like first listened to this? So, like, I vaguely remember my brother. Uh, shout out Tony Jones. He already got shouted uh, out on the last one. Look, he gets all the shout outs he wants. Okay. All right. Um, bought the album a long time ago, like mm-hmm. a long time ago, and he would listen to it every now and again. And it was like the only time I could listen to the music he was listening to because it's all like clean Mm -hmm. so like i could listen to what he was listening to and like he wasn't getting upset at me for it and he wasn't like no you can't hear this so he would play it in the car every now and again and then i downloaded it onto my uh ipod shuffle flex dude flexing (laughs) on us um and so i remember i I just fell in love with a lot of the music um just because as like a kid i didn't listen to a lot of rap music and it was rap Mm -hmm. music i could listen to without my parents hounding me about it uh, oh. And then as I got into adult, I just appreciated the the style. Okay. What about you? When was your first uh, When was your first lost and found cherry pop, Chris? I believe. Um, well, don't call it that. <laughs> don't, what are you talking about, dude? You need, you're feeling the peel a little bit too much. Um, yeah. So I believe I. This is Will Smith's fourth studio album, I believe. So as will smith because he started as a fresh prince and he came back so i got big willie style his first one from goodwill mm. freaking loved it and then i yeah. think my sister either for christmas or my birthday got me the cds will Ennium and lost and found shout out katie uh she's shout not gonna listen katie. so she doesn't listen to our podcast eh, probably not I, I think my i think my brother listened to our podcast i don't know yeah we have a special kind of brother sister vibe going on. Um, gotcha. So she got me that album, and I listened to it, and I'm like, "This is pretty cool. I like I like rap music," is what I said. That's exactly what you said. Yeah, but I was like in high school when I listened to it the first time. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, and then we went back and we like listened to it, it was. Like, listening to this album, knowing that we were going to have to, like, review it or somewhat or talk about it, Mm -hmm. um, putting a semi-critical ear up to this, um, enlightening, I would say. Yeah. I, uh, so I I actually haven't had a whole lot of time to go back and listen to it up until, like, today Mm -hmm. uh, on my way to work and then, like, right before the podcast and really critically listen to a lot of the music. Yeah. I think as a kid, I preferred it so much more. 
because some of the songs were so easy to follow. But listening to a few of the songs, like they're not bad. Right. But it's just like you're just kind of sitting there going, eh, like kind of on any album. You know, those are a few songs that you can tell are fillers, you know, to like just kind of yeah. be there. Um, and then you just sit like, I'd get bored for a little bit. And then you just hit a song <laughs> like Lost and Found. That's just like, in my, my opinion, bum, the bum, best bum. one. Oh, ooh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was kind of trying to like write down like what this, what, what did I like get from this album? What were the feelings I was getting? And mm-hmm. I had like, I felt like any of his songs could either like be put into three categories. Um, one I would say like would be like self-aware or just songs that are like super personal to like Will Smith yeah. himself, like singing them, like songs like. I wish I made that. It's just him, like he's like, man. Like I wish I. Ex- yeah. He's like, he's like, I wish I made songs that were better, or I <laughs> wish I made more good songs. And you're like, whoa. I wish I had oh, any other hits that aren't summertime. <laughs> essentially. I know, and I'm like, that's. I didn't expect him to say that, but right. also his song, um, "Party Starter," aka a true I banger. I love that song. "Party Starter" is so good, but that's also just him talking about like he can't like go to a party or. A, bar or a club without like having to be the life of the party which i think he's right. fine with I'm, it sounds like he's fine with it he's like just what the doctor ordered shock him when it's boring get on the floor you remember oh. when he rap- <laughs> <laughs> so the songs are either like kind of self-aware like him looking at himself like that or like, some uh, songs were just got mr nice guy Ooh, I had that under another category, which I called defensive Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Fair him, enough. like looking at like people criticizing him and him like getting backed into a corner and like yeah, <laughs> lashing out. So yeah, what's Mr. Nice Guy about? Uh, Mr. Nice Guy is essentially him saying he has this persona as a person, as the kind of funny not the traditional rapper that you'd listen to Mm -hmm. you know kind of like he has that personality where people know him as an actor like on fresh prince which was popular yeah Uh, people are like oh it's just a funny here guy and then he comes in with a rap album and he's like oh it's just people perceiving him as oh you're you're the mr nice guy mr fun guy like Mm -hmm. one i think one of my favorite lines is that is the second verse he's like will's a nice guy why he's so nice i had to let him date my daughter like he was a white guy and i'm just like (laughs) what the heck (laughs) What, Mr. Smithster? <laughs> yeah, that's him. Just um, and I set up a little game later. We're gonna quiz Carson on some of these uh these cool lyrics and these songs. So I hope he's ready Alrighty. for that. I'm so ready. But yeah, that's just him being like, I'm I'm more than you think I am. It's kind of edgy, kind of right. cool. Right. Um. Oh, we completely forgot. I don't know if you put it in your other category, but like the self aware ca- or the personal category. Forgot Loretta. Yeah. I okay. Love I feel, Loretta. Loretta. Yeah. There's like basically three songs that are just him like telling stories about his life. Basically, there's Loretta, Holy Roller, and Scary Story. But mm-hmm. um, since you like Loretta so much, what's what's Loretta about? Loretta is a first off. Will Smith lets you know right off the bat. <laughs> that is based on a true story. Because right before you listen to the song, it says, this is a true story. And then just gets into the song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially about this woman who fell in love with Will Smith while yeah. watching him on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and listening to his music. And 
threw away her life to just chase after Will Smith. Yeah. And, like, like, packed everything she owned into her car and, like, had this love letter that was written to him. Like, crazy, and, like, stalker level type. Yeah. And Kind of so, like how I am with Bridget Mendler, Loretta was with Will Smith. Uh, yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so she sets off to find Will Smith throughout these three verses. And the second verse, he marries his wife, Jada. Queen. And that, like makes her super upset and then she gets arrested the, the loretta gets arrested in the third verse mm-hmm. um, for sitting out back while the uh, emmys were going on no while the mtv awards no uh the oscars the oscars she, okay. he was he was nominated that was when he was nominated for uh the muhammad ali biopic oh so she was like caught out back and was arrested and stuff like that and so i've looked into like the store like the actual story Ooh. and he had like visited her in prison because he heard about it and posted her bail and like all this kind of stuff and then had to like ask permission to like make this song on her album Mm -hmm. he was like he's just like look i want like i wrote this here's the beat here's everything i just want to throw it in and he made the song and then sent it to her and said is this okay and she was like all for it oh my Um, god i didn't know there was such a happy ending to that well semi she did get arrested but yeah he really is mr nice guy he is. Mr. Nice Guy bailed out the woman who was stalking him a little bit. And then he asked her permission to make a song about her. What a just Crazy. What a nice, what a nice guy. <laughs> so yeah, there's a Loretta, which is about um, his super fan slash soccer. Um, Miss Holy Roller, which is about his like first wife, I believe. Um, and then just how she like started acting different after they got uh divorced mm-hmm. and just how like she he like what was that there's a really good line where he's like oh, oh i should have had this pulled up you remember when he's like where what was jesus great lyric. When he, <laughs> i don't want to mess it up freaking fill the dead air dude i'm sweating <laughs> bullets i need a sip of that mountain dew teal peel i need the freaking feel the teal man i need to feel the peel long story short will smith's got a lot of personal music on this album yeah now where was jesus when you was cheating and you was deceiving me and then basically just asked like he's like why weren't you like cool with jesus when you were being weird to me and then he's like oh i know where jesus was he was with me trying to keep me from killing you Mm, what threatening yep, will that's it. <laughs> it's like the edgiest thing will smith's ever said it honestly might be um <laughs> if you don't believe us you don't know what we're talking about listen to the album everybody it's, it's on, on spotify it's on spotify. everything you might own apple music you can probably just look up individual songs on youtube if you're feeling that way i think that's legal right. i don't know that's lost and found that's lost what else we well, got about it well, can we talk about the title track? Because there's a song called Lost and Found on this album. So, uh, if you don't mind, I want to take the lead on this song. Because it is, and I'm sure we'll get into this in a second here, my favorite song on his album. Um, I love orchestral instrumentals <laughs> oh in my gosh, yes. rap songs. Mm-hmm. And just, I love the message behind this song. Because it's one of those, like, love or hate Will Smith, he just 
reps and he know you just know he's having a fun time with it he doesn't care if he's making millions doing it he's just having he's doing him and that's it mm-hmm. and the whole thing is just talking about like how like rap now is just like lost you know what i mean it's just so yeah whatever it's crowd pleasing it's just oh i can make a sick beat and put anything over it and it's uh-huh. perfectly fine and it's like i agree with that like i don't mind rap music nowadays like i think it's fun to listen to but it's not a lot I of think, it's not good rap music. I think Little Nas X actually has some fly lyrics, <laughs> um, if I can be honest. Freaking Old Street Road or whatever. It's crazy. Old Street Road, my favorite. Old Street. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he thinks he's talking about, like, in a little bit, he's like, he's like, this rap is so generic, you could just, like, go to a lost and found and find mm. this, this, this stuff. Um, and honestly, I don't know much about music, so I don't want to speak say, on this too yeah. much. But <laughs> I will say I am very I memorize the lyrics pretty fast, but I know that entire song just because I just know it. I love it. Original, a first form from which variety of rise. He like <laughs> just gives you the definition right so, off the back. This, you know, a song's good when like you just quote Webster's dictionary to start it <laughs> off, and I appreciate it. It's great. I didn't have to look it up. I was like, right before the song started, I was like, man, what's the definition of original? Then Will Smith just comes in the first three seconds like, original. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Will. Thanks, Mr. Smith. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like, so this was your favorite song. Um, What's your favorite song? Very good. Okay, so I have my favorite song and the song that I think is the best. So, slight difference. My favorite song is Switch. Just because... Turn around now. That's oh my god. What? I won't sing anymore. Um, yeah, please. That song's just so good. Like, so much fun. I think it was like the only one off this album that like got radio play a little bit. That one and um, party starter. Party starter had like a very brief run. Yeah. Um, but that's it. But um, yeah, I think Switch Party is- Start is my favorite. Like, just turn on the groove too. Ooh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you apologize, you ma- Oh, I said I wasn't gonna sing anymore. Ooh, huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna embarrass my brother real quick because I I was listening to this album. And the first thing that came to mind um, was me and my brother used to pretend we used to be like huge WWE fans. So mm-hmm. we used to pretend like WWE wrestle and stuff like that and we'd do like the whole shebang like the entrances and everything and his his entrance song whenever we finally got like an ipod and like an iHome to like play music out loud yeah that wasn't just from the games was always that song and i would always just laugh <laughs> oh. i don't know if he remembers it but it like is a weird memory i just have in the back of my head <laughs> it's actually a pretty dope song to come out to right except for that the beginning goes big willy <laughs> Like I said, so many. Like if anyone else sang pretty much any of these songs, it would sound weird. It would sound like, like you a can't do. Pump. Honestly, because it's like these are all just Will Smith songs. They're not just songs, you know. Right. Takashi Six Nine could not handle Will Smith songs. He could if he tried to sing this in his jail cell. He'd probably get freaking bullied shanked. by the other inmates. Yeah, or shanked. I'm shanked sure or worse. Bullied. <laughs> bullied. God. Nice hair. Hey, shut up. You know my song, Bebe, and Bebe Cita. Is that, 
Is that what you think prison's like? <laughs> nice hey, hair, man. shut up, and that's it. <laughs> hey, nice hair, clown boy. Hey, shut up, I have a freaking. I'm on SoundCloud, you, you dingus. Yeah, right, man. Frick off. Why does your freaking prisoner sound like Kermit the Frog? This is, this is one of them. There's hundreds of... The, we can talk about the prison industrial complex next episode. I don't want to get into it. Now I'm just picturing, like, Takashi hey, 69 just rolling over in his bed and Kermit's just sitting there like, Hey, buddy. And just like... Hey, man. Want to lift weights or whatever we do? I've seen, like, three episodes of Orange is the New Black. I think I know how prison works. Oh, yeah, you definitely do. You f- just freaking fight people? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, favorite song was Switch. I think the best song on this album is Tell Me Why. Okay. A little bit of a hot take, but this is just a super... This is just Will Smith like expressing how it's hard to explain tragedies to children, mm-hmm. which is, you're like, whoa, that's kind of a heavy concept. Yeah. Um, I just like it. I like Mary J. Blige is on here. She has a great voice. Um, she does. She does have a really good voice. Not enough credit, I think, goes out to her. I know. Her vocals on this song are really good. Um, this is a good, like, emotional song. If you're mm. looking for some, a song to feel something besides hyped up. Um, mm. I think my... I, I always forget about it. I think one of the best songs on the album is the Switch remix with Robin Thicke. Ooh. I love that feel of that song. It's just so nice. Like, I love early Robin Thicke's voice. It's just before Blurred Lines, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea who... I think Blurred Lines came out, and then I was, like, listening to this album again. I'm like, Robin Thicke? I'm like, wait, he did? I'm like, whoa. A little bit of a surprise there, but yeah, the R&B right. remix of Switch was very... It's like a pretty different feel from the original song, too. Check that out. There is a... Uh, so, I remember it from the CD, but I don't remember it from, like... It's not on Spotify. I can't find it on any streaming service. There was, like, when I bought the... Or when I got the CD for mm-hmm. my brother, there was, like, an extended cut. So, there's an extra Switch remix. With the Elephant Man. With the Elephant Man. The freaking, I remember, yeah, that was on the CD, <laughs> but not on, like, streaming. I can't find I've been looking for it everywhere because I would think I was going crazy. I'm glad someone else agrees that they remember it. That's a little challenge, a little Teal Boys challenge. Find the Switch Reggae Elephant Man remix. Send it to it's us. so weird because, like, it's just Will Smith doing, like, Switch. Like, it just sounds like the original, but with the mm-hmm. random guy just... Just like randomly throughout the song, it's just like, what are you doing? A little bit of reggae, oh my, a little bit of reggae goes a long way. If you ever listen to um, Fly by Sugar Ray, and there's the oh Super Cat, adds a little reggae. <laughs> listen, let's save Sugar Ray for another episode. One of my favorite bands of all time. Um, uh, classic. Just quickly want to say my least favorite song in this album is just a song called Swagga. Or I got my swagger oh, back. Yeah, it's like the add-on to the end of. Uh, it's like what's yeah, it it's called? A, I, I wish I made that. I wish that I made that. Yeah. I hate it, that. It kind of sucks. It's forgettable. Right. Um, I was just gonna say, Pump Your Breaks is probably my least favorite. Ooh, featuring like, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like it's like kind of cool, but like it's just very lazy on both. It's like a minute and a half song. It wasn't even that long. But it's yeah, it's listen. They're not all gems. It's true. But yeah, I mean, we're yeah. talking about like. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. You're good. 
I was going to say, we're talking about, like, we already talked about some of the people featured on this album. Snoop Dogg on Pump Your Brakes. Not a great showing by him. Tell Me Why with Mary J. Blige. Icon. Perfection. Robin Thicke on that bonus track. Like, this is star-studded. Um, Jazzy Nicole Jeff. Scherzinger. Oh, yeah. Nicole Scherzinger, who I didn't know, but she was the lead singer of the Pussycat Dolls. I think she's also on a... Is she one of the America's Got Talent or something like that, judges? Yes, I got her confused with um, Mel B, who was in the Spice Girls and also does, like, TV judging. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly, can you name any Pussycat Doll songs? Songs? Uh, not offhand, no. There's, tell me sing, what you if, want. Did they sing the, no, yeah, the, if you want to be in my love? No, that's, that's Spice Girls. Which <laughs> oh, is, I have no clue. <laughs> um, Freaking, I'll look it up just... Fill the dead air, Carson. Come on. Um, Listen, if you have not gotten yourself a Mountain oh. Dew peel, you definitely got to. All right. Head on down to Connecticut. Oh, I know this one song. Um, the song When I Grow Up. You remember that one? When I grow up, oh, yeah. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous. I want to be star. I oh. movies. Holy crud. They sing Jai Ho. I don't know what that is. Is that Jai like the punk version of uh You are the reason that I breathe. You are the... You don't know Jai Ho? No. Guys, you mean if you Are you talking about Ja Rule? Like the greatest no, not ja promoter Rule. of all time. Jai Ho. Oh my gosh. Our fans, some of us, if you know Jai Ho, tweet at us at Carson Jones four four seven hundred ninety two. That's not at all what our Twitter is. Oh, Jai Ho is a great song. <laughs> I'll look uh, it up. So we got her Jazzy Jeff reunited. He's producing on some of these, I think. And mm-hmm. For any Willow Smith fans, because I know she's kind of got a cool music career going, she was on the song Scary Story as a little girl because she was just being like, Dad, tell me a scary story. And then Will Smith's like, okay, this is how I started rapping. Yep, that's it. That's great. (laughs) It's not so much musical analysis as it is musical recounting. So you just say what happens and don't right. <laughs> delve yeah. into it. Eh, you know. All right, so what is your, uh, if you could say you had an overall rating out of five stars, what do you think you give it? I'm giving this album three and a half stars. Because mm-hmm. um, it's definitely, it wasn't bad because I, I obviously have listened to it a bunch and I liked listening to it again. Yeah. But now being somewhat more aware of what I like in music and what makes songs good. I know it's not the greatest album. Yeah. But it's better than average, I would say. So I'm saying three and a half. I'd say I'd probably give it about the same three to three and a half. Um I definitely remember enjoying it a lot more as a kid. Um and that's not like saying that it was geared towards kids, but I remember like when I first got into rap music it was good intro. Mm-hmm. But like you kinda said once because I went to school for the while for music and like Ooh. we learned how to what to look for in certain music genres right and i remember just like when i dove into this album and looked into it i was like it's like it's still good but there's far too many dead songs that are just like they're pulling and you just don't really want to listen to them you're like why is swaga put on to the end of i right. wish i made that it doesn't need a part two right um, or like i wish i didn't make that song yeah, right swag. i wish i didn't add this song <laughs> Um, Rolling Stones gave it a uh, two out of five. Um, Entertainment Weekly gave it a B plus. So I think we're, there are uh, some we're different kind opinions of, there. Yeah, we're kind of in the middle 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we convert the letter scale to out of five, we're we're about in the average. Probably. Um, and I did look up. So, shocking to most people, this song wasn't nominated for any Grammys or Academy of Music Awards. It it didn't win Album of the Year. Who? The band that did was U2. The year 2005. Their their freaking album, How to Dismantle a Bomb. Like, what is that? I don't like Bono. I don't. Just wear normal glasses, all right? (laughs) He has cataracts. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care what kind of car he drives, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I also am not a big fan of U2. No. Um, More like PU. So, shut up. Okay, <laughs> just shut up. All right. So we just freaking went through that album. Um, to wrap it up, we're gonna see how well Carson knows this album, and you can play along at home. Pause. Oh, the- we know love, guys. Well, pause this podcast and spend fifty-five minutes listening to "Lost and Found" by Will Smith. It'll just fly by. <laughs> Um, so these first few questions, I'm just going to give you a, a line or a bar from his song sure. and you're, and you're going to tell me what song it came from. Sure. Okay. So, uh, here's our first one. Wendy Williams, you don't know me. I'm not your punching bag. You gun blow me up. Girl better leave me alone. Uh, that is Mr. Nice Guy. That is Mr. Nice Guy. That's kind of an edgy lyric. <laughs> a little bit you gonna blow me up (laughs) so gotcha all right carson is one for one again these are all real lyrics from the album um okay hear this one a little softball question i mean real clean ain't got a touch or nothing it ain't like i like a chick on chick or something uh that would be switch yes it would Will Smith doesn't like a chick on chick. He does not. Which, you know, different strokes for different blokes. <laughs> um, I'm going to call this podcast episode different strokes no. for different blokes. <laughs> Wait, don't. Um, we'll talk off mic. <laughs> if that is what it's called, you know I failed. Um <laughs> So this one, I'm not going to quote. Just tell me what this is from. I'm not going to quote it directly. But um, what song does Will Smith go off on a weird tangent about religion and he mentions the Puritans just kind of randomly? Um, was that... Oh, crap. Was that um, Tell Me Why? No, no. I don't remember. Well, I'll, I'll read you part of it. The greatest okay. again. These this came off of a song on Will Smith's album. He wrote this and put this on the album. The greatest atrocities ever committed on this planet have been in the name of God. This country was founded by the Puritans for the express purpose of oppressing free worship. I, have, I can't remember. That is Miss Holy Roller. Holy Roller. I should have guessed. That should have been so much more sense than my guess. But whatever. That's like the second time he kind of just like goes off on a tangent. Like first he defined what original meant. Right. And then he's just like, let me give you a history lesson. The Puritans <laughs> came to this country in 1642. Um, okay. 
Another quick one. I mean madness, sickness, sadness, swaggerless back in the day. Fat, ugly chicks in New York on the radio saying I'm gay. Is that swagger? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Can you believe he put that in this freaking song? <laughs> Fat, ugly chicks in New York on the radio saying I'm gay. Sounds familiar to you, doesn't it? If I had a nickel. <laughs> the New York media hates me. I don't know why, man. Um, Cool. Uh, this is just a quick one. Uh, on how many tracks... On this album, does Will Smith bring up 9-11? Two. Exa- okay, cool. Nailed it. Again, kind of uh, weird. Yeah, Bonus points if you can uh, name those two songs. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Isn't, tell Me Why is one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one is... Is it... Oh, it's not wave them off, right? Nope it's it's the one we were just talking about, Miss Holy Roller. Miss Holy Roller, okay. At the end of that weird tangent, he also brings up nine eleven again, you which know, is cause weird because there's only like fourteen songs on this track, and two of them he brings up a national yeah. tragedy, <laughs> which is fine, I guess. Um, and last one, uh, please rap part of the song "Slide" featuring Nicole Scherzinger. Um, you mean if you can't dance, slide? Yep. <laughs> if you can't dance, and this is your jam, baby. Baby. Left to right, all night, slide. Slide. <laughs> you got it. Man, Classic. you nailed it. I think you only got one wrong, which means you are a true Will Smith head. Awesome. Maybe I'll get invited to help him record his next album. Ooh. That'll be cool. Don't worry, I'll send you a postcard. <laughs> From his <laughs> studio? What? Yeah, it'd be crazy. Oh, man. So Alrighty. that's Lost and Found. I think we found a real gem of an album. I think so, yes. Solid three out of five. <laughs> three. <so> much. <laughs> This is going to be the last Two Boys podcast I ever do. We've probably freaking lost some viewers <laughs> on that tangent, but we found a good album. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? Should we end with a final question? Yeah, you got one? Um, I do. I got a, a, the typical question. I feel like everyone's been asked this at least once in your life. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Ooh. And to keep in mind, superpower, not the superpowers of a hero. So, like, you no, can't say yeah. I'd be Thor. Like, it's got to be okay, one power. Yeah. Okay, I've actually thought about this a lot. And complete coincidence that this is on theme for what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I would want to be able to locate any object or that find. Would cool. I would like to found any object oh, God. that has been <laughs> lost and it will be found. That'd be cool. So someone's like, oh, man, the plane went down over the ocean. Where is it? I'd be like, I found it. It's in the water. (laughs) (laughs) A little more exact than that. What a power. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I'm going to go pretty, like, generic. I say generic. Um, I've always thought it would be super awesome to have super speed. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, For one, I'd save a fortune on gas. Yeah. All right. 
but um but i just i think there's a lot to do with super speed and i think it'd be a lot of fun i think but here's a question i always have about super speed do you just still get tired after you run like you like run so like from like new york to los angeles like you got to be a little tired after that so like i think that's the cool part so uh, shout out if you ever watched The Flash. Love that show. But like they oh, yeah. actually go into detail about like how he needs to consume his, like the same amount of food as if a human were to run like that same distance, but like times like twelve. So he has to consume a bunch of food Jeez. to do so. But there's like specialty like protein bars that like they make him and stuff like that. You know, some weird comic book explanation for mm-hmm. how he's fine. But like you don't get as tired. You get tired the more you stretch your limit. So to like super speed, they don't perceive time the way we do. They perceive right. it like a smaller amount of seconds. So the mm-hmm. faster they push themselves, the more tired they get. So kind of like if you were to like jog, that's like their normal running. Oh. But if, if we were to run, that's like their super sprint. And that okay. is not like us sprinting. So oh. yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, well, you know, this has up. been an interesting podcast. If I had super speed, I'd run to the record store and I'd freaking buy the Stop. CD that has the Reggae <laughs> Elephant Man remix on it. Let me finish. I'd run to every freaking record store in the country and <laughs> just buy all of them so you Do can you spread have, them out. Yeah. Just imagine like you just like zip in, just like you're so fast. They just see like the door like pop open and right. you just like appear in front of your outer breath. They're like <gasps> they're shoving down a freaking fiber one bar trying to get your energy back. You're like, do you have Will Smith's 2005 album Lost and Found featuring Switch Reggae remix with Elephant Man <gasps> and they'll be like what and you're like forget it and then you just like <laughs> and you're gone again alrighty then god and I would just be able to I'd just be like I know where that is because I have my found powers you got your found powers exactly you're fine <laughs> man we I don't. That's probably the most anyone's ever talked about. Lost and found. Easily the most. I really hope for some reason Will Smith gets this. Uh, I hope he listens to podcasts because that would be a, a treat. No, he <laughs> listens to podcasts. He's got a lot of time on his jets. Yeah. Um, shout out Will Smith again. Um. Uh, shout out. Uh, my friend Luke said he's like, oh, I saw that you have a podcast on Facebook. I was like, yeah. I don't think he listened to it, but hey, thanks for acknowledging thanks it. Thanks for mentioning that, it, yeah. Hey, get the word out yeah, there, man. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I have a bunch of friends who commented saying they really liked it. Um, so shout out to anyone who, thank you for the feedback. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, make sure you check us out on Spotify and Breaker and Google Podcasts, whatever you got. Um, shout out to uh, Wilder Podcasts and more. They are a uh, podcast that sent me a message the other day saying they liked our podcast. So Hey, go uh, listen to them. Yeah, go listen to them. They got some good stuff. I said I would give a shout-out to them. So. Cool. Uh, yeah, definitely give us a listen. Uh, please uh, follow us on all our social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that oh, good stuff. Yeah. Find um, me on Twitter at Chris Cud. Fire tweets oh, yeah. on the reg on, <laughs> on Snapchat. I'm going to get back into Snapchat at there Chris Cud on should. Snapchat. I got some Chris's Snapchats are legendary. I got some stories to tell. Um, make sure you send us your suggestions. What do you like about the podcast? What don't you like about the podcast? What do you want to send us? Hashtag cast it. Just send us Ooh, yeah. what you want us to cast for next things, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, if you want a shout out, 
let us know. We love shout-outs, apparently. So. I love shouting people out. Uh, this, I a, think this was a pretty long podcast. Shout-out the education system in Appleton, Wisconsin. I think they did a pretty good job educating me through high school. Yeah, whatever. Sure, if you're listening, education of Appleton. Appleton Area you, School District, just shouting you out, guys. You did it. Uh, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, not going to shout you guys out. You know what you did. Um, <laughs> don't want to get into it. Um, also, if you'd like to be a guest on the Two Boys Podcast, Ooh. we'd love to have an extra person to talk to. So mm, let yes. us know. And, uh, yeah, I think we're ready to sign off after this 57 minutes. It looks like it's about to clock in I podcast. Know. I'm going to have to wave you guys off oh and God. say goodbye. But, hey, don't switch that podcast. <laughs> or I guess do because this one's almost we're done. We're done with Will Smith. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pump your brakes. All right, bye. All right. Signing off. Lorena. <laughs> we're done, dude.